Hello, my conscious soul. This is Jay Wynn. Welcome to the Conscious Chess Podcast, where we bring inspiring individuals living purposeful lives in the hope of inspiring you to be your best authentic self. episode number two with Camellia Felton, otherwise known as Mimi. Mimi is a certified yoga teacher, certified kids yoga teacher, a meditation instructor, and a Reiki 2 practitioner, and a founder of Mimi's Yoga Kids Studio and online. She teaches kids yoga at her studio in Atlanta and virtually online. Her mission is to teach kids yoga that speaks to them, to introduce four simple elements, mindfulness, inner peace, meditation, and imagination through yoga. You can reach Mimi via Instagram on at Mimi's Yoga Kids All. Go to www.mimisyogakids.com for more info about her offerings. You can also find these details in the description of the podcast. In this episode, we discuss about how to turn your side hustle into a full-time gig, how important it is to create a plan and stick to it, how to cultivate self-love and how to find your path. Here's my interview with Mimi. So uh, please tell me a little bit about your personal history or who you are and uh, where you grew up and what your early years were like. Sure, sure. So I am originally from Louisiana. Mm-hmm. That's where my mom. That's where my mom is from, and my dad is from a, a city called Mobile, Alabama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so my parents met in college. They were college sweethearts. And so I was born in Louisiana, but once um, they graduated from college, they moved back to where my dad is from. And that was Mobile, Alabama. So that's pretty much where I was raised. I moved there when I was like two months old. So Mobile was like always home to me, Mm -hmm. right? And so I grew up with my mom, my dad. I'm the oldest of four girls. So that was always a lot of fun. Yeah, so growing up, I, you know, it was just really good. You know, I was surrounded by two parents that really loved me mm-hmm. and instilled in me, you know, from a very early age that, you know, I was beautiful and, and I could do anything. And, you know, um, I'm a powerful human being. So I grew up, you know, with that confidence that, yeah, I, I can do anything if I put my mind to it. So I'm very appreciative of that. Do you think it's very important to prime the kids at such an early age to let them know that they they can do anything rather than just telling them you know all these negative words because sometimes it depends on how you were brought up as well and it shaped who we are at the moment it does it definitely does condition you but there's a there's a little um thing that i always think about and that i go to I remember in middle school, I wanted to be a cheerleader so bad. Like, oh my God, like I practice every day. I was like, I gotta do this, I gotta make it. So my dad, you know, would help me practice and everything. And I didn't make it, you know? And I remember the day before my dad was like, you know, um, maybe cheerleading is not cut out for you. Maybe that's not like your thing. And I was just devastated. But what he was telling me was like, you have an amazing voice, you know, you're loud, you you love to cheer people on. So maybe you'll be like much better for the pep squad. I think he didn't want me to like, you know, be devastated that I didn't make it. And so at the same time, you know, he was instilling in me that if you're not good at something, try something else or do something different. And so 
long story short, I made the pep squad and I was the loudest one on the team, the smallest one, but I was the loudest one. And so for me, I learned in that moment that it wasn't about necessarily wearing the cheerleader outfit or being on the team. It was doing what I love. Right. And that was Mm -hmm. cheering people on using my big mouth. So I was still able to do what I wanted to do. It was just in a different way than I thought. Yeah, it was just about shifting your focus. And you were very lucky that your dad pointed that out. And yeah. Yeah, sometimes, you know, kids these days, some kids, uh, they're not fortunate enough to have parents like that, shifting them to a right direction. Yeah. Because so- I still accomplished what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. It was just a different a different way than I thought it should be. <laughs> it was just like a, a shift in the mindset. But you had yeah. it such an early age. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. How did you become um, yoga teacher and, and why? Oh, wow. So I became a kid's yoga teacher first. And there's a sweet story behind that. I have a grandson that's actually five. And I've had him since he was actually two days old. Um, there's a, like a little story to that, but I've had him since he was two days old and I was going through some difficult times in my life. And so I started practicing yoga and a lot of times I couldn't go to the studios and things of that nature because I had this little one that I was caring for. So I started doing yoga at home, you know, and as he, you know, grew up and got a little bit, you know, a little bit more mobile, he started doing yoga with me. You know, he would sit on the mat. You know, because I was watching YouTube or I had get get videos from the library. Mm-hmm. So he would sit there and, you know, he would like mimic me. He would do some of the things that I was doing. And I was like, this is something really beneficial for kids, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, maybe I could teach kids. And I'm like, is that even a thing? Like, is a yoga, kids yoga teacher even a thing? And so I did some research and it was a thing. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah. So um, I was uh, fortunate enough to do a yoga teacher training with Kidding Around Yoga. It's a yoga, um, kids yoga company that I went with to get my certification. Mm -hmm. So I did that. And it was just like, okay, now what? So I had the job that I was working at the time I had, you know, coworkers that had kids. I was like, hey, can I get your kids and have like a yoga party at my house? Yeah. So (laughs) it was like a little side hustle that you were doing on the side. And then it, I was just like, okay, I I could do this every day. I love this. And so, you know, I transitioned from my full-time job to this full-time. I did that in 2018, um, started Mimi's Yoga Kids in 2019. I left my full-time job. Amazing. Well done. Yeah, how and you, it was a how did you yeah, how did you do this shift of sometimes having a side hustle and everyone has this dream of, you know, making their side hustle into a full-time job, but there are a lot of things involved in that stage. What were the steps that you took? So the first thing I did was I made a plan. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm what what do I want that to look like? You know, do I want to do this full time? Is can you know can this sustain me? Am I mm-hmm. able to make a living off of this? You know, and so from that, you know, I started doing weekends, evenings. You know, I just started doing yoga parties and yoga classes. I was calling schools on my lunch break. You know, <laughs> I created a plan and I said I'm going to give myself one year, and I did both. I did both, wow. and it was some days I was like, oh my goodness, and then I did that for about maybe six months. And then my full-time job, I went part-time. And so that free, that gave me more time to 
you know, invest in Mimi's yoga kids. And so I just kind of shift, you know, I made my full-time, my part-time where I kind of made Mimi's my full-time until I was able to just kind of leave my full-time job. And I have to say, I have a husband that supports me 100%. And if I didn't have that, I don't think I would be, you know, sitting here today in this capacity. It may have taken Mm -hmm. me longer or I may have to have to work my full-time job a little bit longer. So, you know, he's a very big reason of Mm -hmm. why I'm able to do this as well. So I can't, I can't leave him out of that. (laughs) Yeah. So, so it's very important to have your, like have a friend or have someone who is there supporting you and just telling you that you can do this. And it's just like a, you know, giving you a daily dose of motivation, really. Yeah. And he would ask the hard questions like, is this what you really want to do? What if it doesn't work out? You know, he's Mm -hmm. like, he's like that voice of reasoning for me. Yeah. So keeping you accountable as well for the things that you have to do. Yeah. Because it's work. It's a lot of work. Is there any tips that you can give to the listeners? How do you do your grounding exercise? Like if people want to do it, like what sort of steps they should take to do the grounding exercise to keep them more grounded and feel more peaceful? Well, there's several ways that I do it. So first thing in the morning before, you know, when I open my eyes, you know how sometimes we just get up and we just go, Mm. we just start the day. You know, I'll I'll open my eyes and I just give myself a minute. I don't pick up the phone. I don't anything. I I just set an intention for the day. What do I want to accomplish today? And then I just kind of, you know, sit there. I let my body kind of wake up piece by piece. I wiggle my fingers, wiggle my toes. Just give myself that, that, just that grounding time just to set my heart, my body, my spirit, just to be in alignment, you know, because sometimes your head can be here. Your body can be here. You're all over the place, you know, Mm -hmm. and I have a a lot of things that I have to do, a lot of people that I have to take care of. Mm -hmm. So I'm very big on taking care of myself. You can't take care of anybody else if you don't take care of yourself. So so that, yeah, that's one thing. And then I just like to go outside, take my shoes off and just put my feet in the grass, in the dirt and just, just ground, just Mm -hmm. ground down with the earth just connect with nature. I love to walk. I love to be outdoors. I love to hear the birds. That is just like a sense of calmness for me. And so I do that often. Growing up, I did not like outside. You probably, but I love outdoors now. That's where I get like that energy. You know, the sun is just so beautiful. The sun, the birds, the you know, the, the grass, the dirt, all of that, all of those things are just so healing. You know, um, we don't have to always have our phones or the TV. Sometimes it's just good just to connect with nature. You know, that's, that's grounding. That's Mm -hmm. grounding. That's something that I do as well. So before I go to bed, I'll just turn my phone to a flight mode. And then yeah, throughout the whole night it's on flight mode until then I look at my phone and it's, it's awesome. It's been helping me a lot. I just want to like, I don't want this phone to control me. I just want to have my own time first and you know, have like what you said, set an intention. Then mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm ready. I'm going to start my day. Yeah. And it makes a big difference because these phones are so, so vital to us now, you mm-hmm. know, and even now, you know, being on social media, for me, that's kind of like my platform now. That's because right. Yeah, but sometimes you literally, you have to disconnect. You mm-hmm. can't have that. 
you can't have the phone like this. Sometimes you have to put that thing down and just just let it be and just take a minute. You know, I, I hear some people saying they're on the phone two and three o'clock in the morning, but you wonder why you can't rest and why oh, sleep. Yeah. Right. All that light and all of that stuff is just going in your, in your psyche. Yeah. You're not going to rest. Yeah. Of you know? course you mentioned before that. I, I like the fact that you mentioned you can't look after anyone unless you look after yourself first right? So how do you cultivate self-love into your daily routine? Oh, wow. I have several things that I like to do. Like I love to just, I love music. So I'll just turn on some music and I'll just dance. And you know, mm. <laughs> it's so funny in the mornings when I get ready for get my shower, I'll turn music on and I just, I just dance. It's just so like, it just wakes me up. It makes mm -hmm. me feel a makes me feel alive, you know? So that's something that I do. Um, I'm very big on, you know, the foods that I eat. So I like to take my time and, you know, um, prepare my food mm -hmm. and sit down and enjoy it. Like take my time and enjoy anybody that knows me. I'm a foodie. So, yeah. you know, I, lo I love color and I love, you know, texture and things of that nature. I make food like uh, an experience. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And it um, has to be aesthetically the, beautiful. <laughs> yes. I, if, on my personal Instagram, like I'm always taking pictures of my food. Like look what I have for breakfast. Mm -hmm. And I'm all about, you know, the purple, the blueberries and the strawberries. Like that just makes me feel so excited. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Whatever makes you feel happy, that's it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm a very visual person. So anything, you know, that has a lot of color. So I love bright colors and patterns. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I wear fun things that just, you know, just make me feel alive, you know. So and lipstick. I love <laughs> <laughs> I can conquer the world with red lipstick. <laughs> if I put on red lipstick, that's it's gonna be over. <laughs> It's going to be an amazing day. <laughs> you know, whatever that makes you feel happy. And like what you said, you know, the, those things. And also it's very important just knowing. Like some people don't know what they like and what they don't like. Yeah. And that just makes it really harder for other people to understand them. Because if you don't even yeah. understand them, who's going to understand you? That is so true. You, you said... Yes, that is so true. Knowing thyself. And I can't say that I always knew. Well, I kind of had a gut feeling of who I was. But sometimes, you know, you dim your light because you don't know, you know, if people can accept that that light that you have. Mm -hmm. But no longer do I dim my light. You know, um, I am who I am. I celebrate who I am, the mm -hmm. good, the bad, the imperfections all of that that's what makes me me you know so when you celebrate yourself it's just so much easier for others to celebrate you as well how do you live your authentic life right so we were mentioning about living your authentic life and being yourself so how do you live your authentic life and why do you think it's important for everyone to live authentic life i can't even put it into words just being true to yourself mm. is the best gift that you can give yourself and it's the best gift that you can give the world, right? Mm -hmm. We're all put on this planet for a reason, for a purpose. Sometimes we get it really quick and some of us, it may take a minute, but once you have it and you live in that, 
there's no greater joy. You know, I get to do every single day what I now know I was meant to do. You know, I went different, different avenues, you know, to get there, but I always knew that I wanted to help people. I wanted to show people how to feel good from, from the inside, you know, so that that shines on the outside. Mm-hmm. We can look amazing on the outside, yeah, yeah. but be, be so messed up on the inside. And that's not living, you know, that's not that truly so living true. your true self. Mm-hmm. And just being, being okay with everybody's like, you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. That's you right. can't make, you can't make everybody happy. Mm-hmm. But the one thing you can do is make yourself happy, you know, and then those other things just, the other things just don't really matter after that mm-hmm. because you know who you are. You stand firmly in who you are, right? And that's yeah. just, I'm, 40, I'm 45 years old and it took me a while to get there. But now that I'm here, mm-hmm. I just I just wake up with a sense of, okay, whatever it is, I, I got it. I, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. going to do this and I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. And that's all that I can do. So what would you say to your 25 years old self if you can speak to her right now? (laughs) Girl, do not settle. Mm. Live for you. Mm. Don't live for anybody else. Live for you. Do the things that set your soul on fire. Be you. Be Camellia and all that that entails. You know, shine your light, you know, like, don't let anybody take the joy from you that you have mm-hmm. on the inside. You know, you know, travel, live your mm-hmm. life, try new foods and go to different countries and, you know, go on several dates, like date different kinds of people. That's right. <laughs> not, mm-hmm. not, you know, you don't have to be intimate with all of these mm-hmm. people, but just you know, just date, you know, people from different backgrounds and different cultures and different that that's just like that just makes a well-rounded person, I think, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, be try go to a different country and, and see what their culture is about. Live the culture and just live mm-hmm. your life. And people often say you only live once. I kind of think a little bit different. I think you only, you die once. You live every day. Right. Yeah. You live every day. Every day that you open your eyes, that's another day. Mm. We only leave, we, we die once. You live every day. So make the best of it, you know, and if it doesn't turn out the way you want it to, and you're blessed to open your eyes, you got another day. Yeah. You got another day to, to get it right or to live or to love or to, you know, do, do the thing that you want to do, you know? Yeah. So that's pretty much how I, how I navigate. Mm-hmm. So how do we find joy in the mandate? You're finding little things that you enjoy about, or how do we find that? Sometimes some people, you know, they are so caught up in their own little world that they don't, they don't see life in that way, in a beautiful way. So what can we say to people who are going through a difficult time that how do how do they find how do you find joy i guess first being thankful and sometimes it's really hard to be thankful right when we have all these things that are going on yeah Yeah. just um being thankful and being grateful you know if you open your eyes that's that's a gift you know if you can if you can see that's a gift if you can 
if you can taste, if you can hear, you know, those may be little things that we take for granted, mm -hmm. but that alone, there's somebody that doesn't have that. That's so right, yeah. There's somebody that doesn't have their eyes to see. They don't have their mouth, to, you know, they can't talk. They can't hear. They can't move their body. If you can move your body, if you can hear, you can taste, you can, oh my God, you're so blessed, mm -hmm. right? that that's that's joy that that's something to be joyful about you know um and just you know if you have someone that that loves you and you love them back mm. don't take don't take that for granted there's joy in that we've lost so many people in 2020 that's right you know? yeah. there's so many people that are hurting mm -hmm. we have to find joy in okay my mom is still here my dad is still here right. you know my sisters are still here. My children are here. They're happy. They're healthy. That's something to be joyful about, mm. you know? So it's just finding those little things and just, just being thankful and grateful for those. I think that's how you find joy. You are now living your purposeful life. You mm -hmm. have your own, um, you turn your side hustle into a full time. What can we say to the listeners out there that they haven't found that they haven't found their gift yet or they haven't found their purpose? How can they start finding that or what are the steps they can take to find that? OK, so for me, it's like, you know, I, deep down, I always knew I love helping people. I love inspiring people. So I've done several things. This was not my first thing, mm. you know? So, you know, I would sell this or I, I, I did an organizing company. I, I, I did baking, you know, mm. I would babysitting, you know, I had a little daycare in my home. So mm -hmm. I was always trying to find, you know, it's like, I knew it, but I, did, I, I was still trying to figure out how to get to it. Mm -hmm. So one thing I would say is just don't stop. You know, don't stop. If one thing doesn't work, just try something different, you know. But keep the things that bring you joy close to you, you know. Mm -hmm. I know sometimes we have to work and do the things that we don't want to do. But the things that excite you and that, like, make you feel alive, make those things, make that important. Keep that, you know in your in your psyche in your in your face you know i would do vision boards of vision things i want very important yeah yeah i would do vision boards of things i wanted to do places i wanted to go things i wanted to you know come into my life and it's crazy it it would work it would work you know and even on what my last vision board i had sometimes it takes some of us a while to find our path you know, That's um, so powerful. yeah, yeah, you know, and for me, you know, there were certain things, you know, life just took a different turn. I became a mom and a wife and, you know, so, but I always knew that, you know, I wanted to do something like I'm a creative. So I love to create. Mm -hmm. I love to, to make things, you know, happen. I love like to make people happy. I love to entertain. I love, you know, decorating. I love organizing. So mm -hmm. all of that. I, all of those things, some days I would be like, okay, what am I supposed to do? I like to do like 12 things, mm. like, <laughs> you know, but now I feel like I get to do all of that and teaching, teaching has really been a big thing mm -hmm. for me. I've always, you know, taught kids growing up. And so I get to create, you know, nice. I get to, 
yeah, I get to entertain because I do like kids yoga parties and, and things of that nature. So I get that hospitality, you know, entertaining out. Um, I love making things. So, mm. you know, uh, doing little, you know, arts and crafts and things of that nature for the kids. So, it, you know, everything is kind of intertwined. Yeah. And that's why I, I really like what I do because I get to create and, and, you know, do things and, and being a teacher for myself, I'm, I'm not in a box. You know, I don't have to do what somebody's telling me to do. <laughs> I can kind of do my own thing. And that's mm -hmm. another thing, you know, yeah. um, always kind of had that free spirit. I'm not, um, and it's you nothing like wrong with it. In. Yeah. It's nothing wrong with it. Some people love it, but yeah. I've just never been the cubicle kind of. I'm the same. Yeah. Yeah. You know, nothing. It, it's not a bad thing. It mm -hmm. just didn't. I just Does always align with you. Like, yeah. No. No. <laughs> so basically, it's about staying true to your core values and sticking to it. Yes. What does it mean to you to live a conscious lifestyle? To me, to live a conscious lifestyle is that you are aware of the things that are around you, right? And you have a choice. You always have a choice with all of this stuff that's going on the pandemic and oh my goodness there's there's a, a whole list of things right mm -hmm. i don't even like to to bring them up of course but yeah just, but just being conscious and aware that even in the midst of all of those things going on there's still so many other beautiful things that are around that and so i look for those things you know to gravitate towards to hold on to to cling to and to stay positive and stay hopeful and, you know, believe that, you know, things are going to get better. You know, I don't take, I, I don't watch the news. Um, mm. I don't do a lot of negative talk. I don't like to be around people that are talking negative. So I'm very conscious and mindful of the people that I have in my space, mm. what I listen to, even what I put in my body, you know, what I, what I put on my skin, on my hair. I'm very conscious about that. So yeah, just having an awareness is, is really important to me. And I think when you're aware that 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 goes with being conscious and you, you think before you do things, yeah. you know, um, and it comes from a from from a source of your heart instead of what you see and what you hear. You're like, no, what do I feel? I know what they're saying, but what does it what does it feel like? And that keeps me from living in fear. I don't like to live in fear. That makes my tummy hurt. Yeah. <laughs> and the final question is, what impact do you want to leave on this world? I think that kind of answer that goes, that ties in with my truth. Mm. But far as, far as my impact, um, I have uh, six children. I have six children wow. and I have, right now I have three grandchildren. Wow. And far as, yeah, and far as impact, I want to leave a legacy, you know, for them. I want them to look at me and say, she was kind, she was, she was strong, she was beautiful, not just on the outside, but on the inside. She gave, you know, way more than she, you know, she took. She made a difference. That's my biggest thing. You know, my great grandchildren, I want them to read about me and say, wow, that was a bad woman bringing 
peace and meditation and mindfulness to kids. You know, if we do that now, I think our future will be much better. I don't think it's too late for us as adults, but children, that's where our main focus should be. They're our future, right? Mm -hmm. So it's really about pouring into them because they're going to set the tone for what's to come. So there you have it, my friends. To recap, setting intentions for the day ahead sets the tone for the positive day. Remember, when you celebrate yourself, it's just so much easier for others to celebrate you. Being true to yourself is the best gift you can give yourself and others. Remember, you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea. And it's okay. You can't make everyone happy. But one thing you can do though is you can make yourself happy by staying true to yourself. And if things don't work out, don't stop. Keep trying different avenues until you find something that resonates with your core values. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted. Rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. Thanks so much for listening and I hope you're leaving feeling inspired to be your best authentic self.